Welcome to the Honesty Club podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sarah Joy. We've been friends for over a decade. And at this point, we've talked about everything. Each week, we'll take a hot topic and give our honest takes. And even better, we're inviting you to be a part of the conversation by submitting your stories and thoughts. Laugh a little, learn a little, and even feel free to disagree. You're invited to join the Honesty Club. Happy Thursday, guys. Welcome back. How's it going? We're enjoying a cozy, cozy day so So far. So cozy. I am loving it. It's finally raining. It was like a drought the entire summer. We've had a really bad drought. And now that the kitties have gone back to school, (laughs) it is raining every day. Oh, yeah. I love it. Floodgates have opened. Mm -hmm. Did you see it's like flooded in Dallas? I saw that. It's like crazy. Yeah. And they were obviously also in a drought. And I feel like I never hear about... I mean... Dallas gets like tornadoes and stuff, right? They don't get hurricanes. That's true. So it's yeah, it's not as common for them to flood. Yeah, it's common for them to like ice. Yes, like, they get snow mm-hmm. quite often. Um, for like the it freeway gets really crashes cold. and stuff like that. But ices, yeah, but, I yeah. feel like it was crazy because they were in a drought, and then it starts raining, and then all of a sudden it's flooding. Okay, what about um, Las Vegas? Did they, they flood too? Flooding. Yes. What is going on here? Well, I could tell you, but that'd be another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> later. It would be called Wild Opinions with Kelly and Sarah. <laughs> Wild Opinions. More about that later. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the rain. Yes. We've got a cozy setup here today. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the window's open, but it's just nice and just dark, I guess. Yes. And then... We have, I pulled up like a little YouTube channel on the TV of like a rainy cafe. It's beautiful. And so we're getting to see that. And then we've got our drinks, hot coffee. Yes. And yeah, it's a vibe. Cozy vibes. We're oh, feeling the fall. Also vibes. in the diffuser, I have like a mix of Thieves and mm. then Stress Away, which <gasps> Stress Away is like tropical kind of fruity. And then Thieves is like cinnamon spicy so together it kind of smells like a cinnamon roll oh yeah it's great to try that yeah smells like something's baking weird not to get on this essentials kick but i have stress away okay i the first time i got stress away came in a package from young living or whatever and i loved it then i got stress away on its own Mm -hmm. like you know maybe a year later or something Mm -hmm. It smells completely different to me. Oh, weird. I'm like, did they change it or did I change? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one it maybe is. Both. So, but maybe if I mix it with the thieves, I'll like it again. Yeah. Because I was loving it. Yeah. So I remember when I first, sad. when I first got it, I was just like, I don't know, rubbing it on like perfume, which I don't even know uh, that I would ever do that. You know, it doesn't smell that on good. Perfume. I was rubbing it on like perfume. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> so I had it on like a rollerball. And I remember I took it to New York. We did this trip with our friends when we were engaged. We went to New York City like Christmas time. It was absolutely magical. But um, I, that's the smell of stress away like takes me back to New York. Oh, oh. It takes me back to like that little brownstone apartment we were staying in. Wow. And, yeah. It's kind of fun. Kind of nice. Yeah. Well. What's new with you? It was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have no idea. <laughs> well, I thrifted a rug. Oh, since yeah. Last week. So I thrifted this huge rug. Oh, I need to see it. Did you put it in your room? It's in the garage. Because <gasps> um, I, I like, saw your TikTok about it. it down but... and scrubbed it. So it's been in the garage, like drying. Nice. Yeah. And I, I was not. Um, so basically I could have rented like a little carpet shampooer, yeah. like from Lowe's or whatever, but I did not because I was like, well, I could save myself 30 bucks, right? which I probably should have done it because not only does it shampoo it, but it also like kind of sucks it all back up. Yeah. So it'd probably be a little nice. easier. So I was going over it. Like I scrubbed it myself, hosed it down. Wow. So much stuff came out of it, which I was like, this is great. You Ew, know? Wow. <laughs> um, just because you don't realize how much dirt you yeah. crack in, yeah, you know? Definitely. Ugh. Anyway. And then, you know, sometimes I don't know if it's never been washed before. Like, probably some of that is a little bit of dye, too. Yeah, yeah. That's coming true. out. So you really think, oh, this is disgusting. But it might not be. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it might be some dye. <laughs> um, it's like the first time you wash jeans. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
But when I was drying it out, like, anyway, I shot back to it to try to get, like, the moisture out. But it's such a huge rug. I think I missed some spots. So then I had it, like, propped up to dry in the garage. But the next morning, like, it was smelling like, you know, you leave a towel Oh, out. no. And I was like, no. <laughs> That's beside the whole point. Right. So I put a fan in there and I let it out in the sun. And I think it's good now. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. So I'm still going to just one more time, like, I guess when it's done raining, you know, I'll, like, sprinkle it with a bunch of baking soda, let it sit for a couple hours in nice. the sun, and then vacuum it up and then yeah. put it in. That's good. So I think we're... Is good. it like jute material? It of? is a jute blend. Okay. So if you were not going... Like if you had a rug that was not jute blend, it was more like softer right. fabric, would you still wash it like that? Uh, Depends where it came from. Like mm. if I thrifted it, yeah, probably. Mm. You know. I have a rug I did not do that to. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> not very big either. Yeah, it's, it's kind of more of like a... And it didn't look mm-mm. like gross right. to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Looked fine, but yeah. I don't know. Well, these people, they're like, we have a dog. So I was like, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But like the back of the rug is like a blend of, it's like <clears throat> jute and then whatever material. So it's like kind of like jute color and white on the back. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't see pea stains. Okay. Well, but that's good. I did see like dog hair. I vacuumed the rug so many times just to get it all up yeah and then did the big scrub because i just you know like it's not my dog so i don't want to really be sharing that dog's microbiome <laughs> right so yeah. when we first moved into our house the people before us had, had a huge dog. dogs and i was literally wiping dog hair off the wall oh my god i was like how and we painted you so know you when i pulled up that, <laughs> there was like a little baby gate like installed yes. on your stairway yes and I, when i pulled it up there was like dog hair underneath it oh yeah was it was like, okay e- everywhere yeah i'm like first of all did they not clean well their dog hair just... but also oh also that was a lot of dog i feel hair. like the dog maybe hung out a lot in the sunroom probably because when i painted the sunroom floor i mean just dog oh hair everywhere. i can't imagine i had to clean up so much dog hair i can't <laughs> believe it if i was literally okay the dog hair i found that was like on the wall that was uh-huh. in the upstairs bathroom oh my god so how you know right where why well, that baby gate didn't keep them out of it. exactly they just jump right over <laughs> went to yeah you know the people who lived in this house before definitely had dogs Oh, really? Um, yes. Well, I have found like a little doggy frisbee in the backyard <laughs> that was like in a bush. So yeah. that and then I think I just heard they had dogs. Okay. But um, I feel like, oh, I'll tell you one other thing. They left us their refrigerator. And when we pulled it out, there was like all this dog hair <gasps> behind the fridge. <laughs> just because, you know, that's something you never use. Yeah. And it kind of is like sucking air. So it kind of sucks right. anything that's on the floor around it. Yeah. And I found like little bits of kibble. Like, wow. I was like, oh, yeah, there's definitely dogs here. But I think um, they had carpet all throughout the house, and I think they replaced it wow. so, with all these wood floors. So I think maybe, yeah, like, if, I don't know, if it was a lot of hair or whatever, they just, they only kept carpet in three rooms, and then yeah. the rest they redid. So I see. I'm grateful. Yes, because that would have been really hairy then. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then, like, sometimes, I mean, your downstairs had all tile, you know? Yeah. So except for our bedroom, but yeah, exactly. But like sometimes, if it's just carpet everywhere and they've had a pet, it just smells like dog. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's so. what you do not want. Full nope. Show. Yeah. Well, anything I, new with you? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the last week, I have been feeling so weird. And yeah. I'm like, why do I feel kind of like woozy, like dizzy? felt like I was swaying when I was sitting, when I was standing, no matter what. Like Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Without the alcohol. Yeah. And so I just could not figure out what was going on. I was trying to like come up with every explanation. Mm-hmm. Then yesterday I was talking to my mom and she was like, is your, you know, blood pressure low? So I started checking my blood pressure and it was kind of low. So I was trying to figure out what was going on there. And then I was Googling, why would your blood pressure be low? And there was like a bunch of different options, but one was like dehydration. And so I started like just pounding the salt, and like drinking a lot of water and it started to go up. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So then I had like a tele meeting with my um, doctor 
And when I described my symptoms, she was like, it sounds like you're, like, really dehydrated. And I was like, what? Because I feel like I drink a lot. You know, like, a common, like, a person that knows me would be like, yeah, you drink a lot. Because yeah. <laughs> they always see me with my water bottle. Yeah, or like, like Stanley Cup. Yeah, like, I'm always got something going. Mm-hmm. I, I'll i be a person that has two drinks constantly. Oh, and know? when I come to your house, you give me two drinks. Exactly. I mean- so, I did not think I'm dehydrated. Mm-hmm. But apparently, that's the problem because I drank like two big things of water yesterday. Also, she, my doctor told me to make sure I put like good quality salt, lemon, minerals yeah. in my water. Not just chug water because then you'll pee exactly. out everything that you need exactly. to keep in. So You're like kind of being counterproductive. Exactly. <laughs> You're just, drink You're just like drinking water. water and then like going to the bathroom tons. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I did that yesterday so I, and today I woke up feeling a lot better. So I'm hoping that she said give it a few days, you know, because mm-hmm. you may need to like rehydrate yourself. Mm-hmm. And like I've had a little coffee and I'm starting to feel a little funny, but I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I wanted it, but um, so I'm just gonna keep chugging water. Yeah, and I do feel like so much more energy today. Right. I was just feeling so exhausted, and yeah. I was like, what is going on? So I think that must be the problem. And it has been super hot here. Like we said, we were we've been in a drought, mm-hmm. so I just think I have not been doing enough. You know, totally. When you need to drink, you just have to keep drinking more and more, and like sometimes your body just lets you know what you've been doing is not cutting it. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that was an interesting experience. Well, I was that's like, a good life update. What is going on? Because I feel me? like I've heard several people say like, "Oh, I have vertigo," or mm-hmm. um, "I'm just feeling dizzy." And uh, so maybe that would help them too. Yeah, maybe you're just dehydrated. Yeah. And you need to drink some water. Yeah, with salt. With salt and lemon <laughs> and minerals. <laughs> I get these trace mineral drops from Whole Foods, and I just put a few drops in my water. I need to get some of those. And it helps. Yeah, I do like magnesium sometimes, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's about it. That's good too. Yeah. So that is my life update. All right, drink to your health. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got my big daily cup as we speak. <laughs> Well, today, uh, today's topic is humility, and I think it will be a good one. This be is a good one, yeah. You know, interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, would you agree Maybe. that the world needs more humility? Absolutely. Okay. Now, I think we we had like a little preamble to this conversation, but I cut <laughs> it off because I was like, we need to talk Let's on the podcast, not the before mics. the podcast. But. It seems like you have not found yet a good definition of humility. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And I feel like, I feel like I maybe have one. So I mean, I'm excited to hear it. Okay. First of all, tell me what people, how people have described humility to you before where you felt like it was lacking. Okay. Well, a lot of people like to quote things. Yeah. One quote, which I am not opposed to this quote. I think we said it last week on the pod. Yes. Love this quote. People were writing it in. You said, I think it's C.S. Lewis. Um, And it's like, you know, it's not thinking of yourself what? Or it's not. Humility is not (laughs) thinking less of yourself. Yes, less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. less. Right. And while I like it, and I think it is a great definition, I just don't feel like it is easy to apply yeah you're like okay cool well like how do i do that yeah exactly so it's like then what great i have this definition that's what it's supposed to look like but in reality how does someone stop thinking about themselves you know (laughs) so to me it's not a good enough definition like i want more i want to see like how how does it work in real life yeah you know yeah if that makes sense i agree no everything is easier said than done yeah okay so first of all i know you were saying like yes everybody has their moments of humility so you can think of like shining moments probably in most people that you know at least yes but who can you think of some people who have you know had humility characteristics and like what what can you describe about them? Like, how did they act? How did they respond? You don't have to say who it is, but like, you know, if somebody is humble, yeah, what do they do? What do they act like? How do they behave? How do they lead a team? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what okay. is it? 
Um, let's see. I would say I wrote a few notes down too. Okay. Um, it's being confident in what you know, but still ready to learn. Love it. So you know you you don't want to lack confidence. Like that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, like I want someone to be confident in their abilities and their skills, whatever. But you could be the best at something and still be ready to learn from other people right even about the thing that you're good at yes you know um listening to what others have to say yeah i would say is big because it's not just like hearing yourself talk or what you have to say but like listening to what other people say right um and not thinking you know everything right so not thinking like i don't need to hear from anyone else i don't need anyone's input because i got it down like i know what i need to do Mm -hmm. and no one can tell me what Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know um learning from anyone and everyone Mm -hmm. i think that's a key Mm -hmm. you and it kind of goes back to like what i'm saying about like being willing to learn from others sure but also knowing that even if you don't agree with someone or even if you think like half of what they say is foolish you yeah. know that you can learn from them even if it's just like i know what not to do <laughs> you for can sure. learn from anybody you know for sure um and then it's also not putting yourself down okay which i think is just it's just kind of annoying actually yeah. it's like don't i don't need you to put yourself down because then I'm like, I don't know if you actually think that or you're just disguising it because you know that you are good at that thing and you just want people to talk about it. So mm-hmm. either way, it just doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I'm hearing you correctly, the main thing that I'm hearing from you is that a humble person basically doesn't think that their own thoughts are like the end-all be-all and they don't think they have everything figured out they think that other people still are valuable because they have wisdom to teach them Mm -hmm. and that they are yeah so they still see the value in other people right in pursuing friendships relationships talking whatever um and yeah that they are not set in their ways enough to still be willing to learn yes correct i love it (laughs) i think that's a really good definition of humility i think i'll um maybe one more exercise that we can do before we really dive into the topic is just talk about somebody who is not humble like what are they what is it not what are they like yeah. I mean, it's I think the first thing said. that I can think of, which I don't even know if this makes sense, but if I think of somebody who's not humble, I kind of think of somebody who has like a really short fuse mm-hmm. and they just, you know, like they don't <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. they don't have a lot of longevity there before they kind of blow up on you, yeah. which I'm kind of like, okay, how is that not humility? But it just right. seems like humility would be like, I'm going to be really understanding and kind of like let yeah yeah i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah so that's one thing that i think of and first of all i want to preface this whole conversation by saying like this is not about i'm not talking about like the type of leader you want to have i'm talking about the type of person you want to be yes correct. so we're not just externalizing this conversation saying like these people who are leaders in my job or my work or whatever these people aren't humble it's like no look at yourself yeah <laughs> like, exactly are you like this <laughs> Are you humble? Are you, you know, showing right. humility or are you showing like the opposite of humility? Mm-hmm. So I want to like personalize this conversation instead of externalizing it. So also maybe opposite of humility is, again, not thinking other people are valuable, like just always thinking people are stupid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, which, yeah, I mean, no duh. That sounds prideful to just think right. you're you're smarter than everybody else, but um, if somebody can't like give you the answer that you want, you're just like, okay, forget you. Like, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, not good. Not good. <laughs> and can you think of any other things? It's definitely like not taking people's input, mm-hmm. especially people who are close to you and have your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. I think 
if you're not even willing to listen to their feedback or even ask for their feedback, like, Mm -hmm. that can be, not only is it not humility, but it can also lead you down a bad path for your life, in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm also thinking is, like, some people, they know they have to ask for other people's opinion, so they do, but then, like, they literally take nobody's advice. (laughs) And you're kind of like, okay, I don't know if that's... yes. Yeah, I don't know if that's the best, but also, I don't know. Yeah. Not like okay, let's say they didn't ask for it and someone just wants to like someone sees they're going in a direction that may be harmful, so they're like, "Hey, I just want to tell you." And they do it in the nicest way possible and, you know, it's not like trying to be hurtful, it's just trying to give like some wisdom and advice. Mm-hmm. And they just are like can't stand it and they like kind of maybe not like blow up at you but they're just kind of very defensive and they don't want to like listen and they don't want to take it Mm -hmm. i think that's not great and i will tell you this right now Mm -hmm. that is one of my problems (laughs) (laughs) i have had to work on it a lot especially getting married oh it was not easy for me to take any feedback like that yeah and it is something i've had to work on while on the other hand Matthew is very good at taking the feedback. <laughs> Same with Peter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dang no, it. I've definitely had to work on taking feedback because I've always wanted to hear, you know, like it's it's kind of like, oh, I work so hard to get everything like perfect, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So then when I ask for feedback, I want to hear like, no, this is amazing. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to hear like, oh, you can really work on this. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. But even in, just in general, like, hey, you kind of were not, like, the nicest when you did this or whatever, yeah. you know? I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, but work like, on it. Think about it, though. You really need those other people in your life who can speak that to you. Exactly, yes. Because otherwise, everybody would see that you're a jerk. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and nobody um, would call you out. Again, so. you're off on like isolation station right. and you don't know which way is up. Right. So being able to receive those things, even if they are painful, it's like, no, that's part of the yeah. part of the growing thing. Sure. I will say like, I, going back to like, what is the opposite of humility? I'm like somebody who just thinks everybody else is dumb. Yes. Like that <laughs> happens to me a lot. And I'm like, I've got to realize people are valuable <laughs> Because I get so frustrated when they're just incompetent, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. okay, you can't, you can't spell, you can't be organized, <laughs> I'm not a great spell like, you, you know, you can't buckle your belt. I mean, like, how buckle can your- you, <laughs> how can you do, you know, anything, anyway, just double check your work, like, come on, you know, but it's, uh, it takes some, I mean, let me just say it. It requires something of you to be patient with those people mm-hmm. and to realize that they have other values that you still need, right. even if they are, you know, busting at the seams <laughs> a little bit on some other areas. Like they, everybody still has some value to bring and to yeah. give. And you, you don't need to just completely, you know, blow them off. Right. If they're not so smart in other areas. Correct. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a learning journey. We wanted to take a second and invite you guys to head over to our website, thehonestyclub.com. Yeah, there's so much on there. You'll be able to find links to our podcast, give us your ideas for future topics, and submit your stories for episodes we're currently working on. Yeah, it's so helpful, and we'd love to have you join in the conversation. But there's also a shop on there with cute stuff. Oh, yeah. My favorite right now is the hat that I currently own and have been wearing a lot. And you can get it in two colors, white or stone. I got the stone color. Yes, and same. it's just exactly what I've been wanting. I've been looking for the perfect hat. And, oh, wait, we created it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cute. It's a dad cap. Um, and the back is adjustable, so you can make it the right size. But, again, yeah, it goes with everything. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, I it's love so it. cute. I love it. I love our sweatshirts. So we have uh, two different colors of sweatshirts right now. Um, I have the white one, and it's embroidered with an antique gold thread. So it has our fancy. podcast logo. Yeah, it's so cute. And it's thin, but still, like, really cozy it's on the inside. so it's like, comfortable. Oh, yeah. It's, like, fleecy on the inside. It's, like, just the perfect length. Um, I sized up a little bit to uh, get that baggy look. So <laughs> That's did so I. perfect to wear with, like, bike shorts and stuff. 
Um, but we love a good yeah, sweatshirt. I've been wearing it like every day. Oh, same. We believe every club needs some gear and our Honesty Club is no different. So head on over to thehonestyclub.com slash shop and get your merch today. And show us what you're wearing by tagging at Honesty Club Podcast on Instagram. Do it. We'd We'd love love to to see see it. it. Okay. So let's uh, jump in to the conversation. Peter and I were talking earlier and kind of, you know, pre-talking about this topic. Getting ready. Getting prepped. (laughs) As we do. And I was asking him, like, who, who would you say is super humble? And obviously, I mean, like, I think you just gotta say it. Like, Jesus was probably yes. the most <laughs> humble. Absolutely. So I do think there's some stuff to learn there. Like sometimes it's kind of cliche, like, oh, come on. Like, don't just say Jesus because that's such a catch-all answer. You know, mm-hmm. it's like Sunday school, like, who is the best? It's like, God. <laughs> you know, it's always Jesus. the right answer. Yes. Yeah. But I do think, okay, first of all, like he had nothing to gain from earth. Right. Yet coming and like being living out the human experience he didn't have anything to gain from it he just had something to give from it or it's that he did see something to gain from it and that was friendship relationship yeah yeah you know it's not like it was a better experience being on earth than it was absolutely not you know what i mean he had a lot of hardship he saw that there was something to gain yeah even when they're really it wouldn't seem like that otherwise right and um we were just thinking of this one scripture and I could be getting it wrong. Maybe Matthew 8, Matthew 11, something like that, where it says, uh, come and learn of me because I am humble and gentle of heart. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just like the whole idea, like if he said, if he, he used one word to describe himself and he said, I am humble. Yeah. So I was just thinking like, that's pretty crazy to say like he could have said anything like I have all power I have all wisdom I have all authority which he he did say that other times but it's like it's almost like humility is having a lot of resources or wisdom or whatever and not having to show it or not having to use it yeah it's like humility has like you have a lot of things but you don't have to flaunt them or show them to to prove that you have them yes exactly it's like, always like talk about what you have or what you're getting yeah. or whatever so i'm like if you have like all power all authority like you could have you know kind of made these dinguses get in check <laughs> with you yeah but humility is not using that to get your own way like let yeah. people do their thing you know yeah, yeah it doesn't mean that you have any less power if you choose to let people still do what they do you exactly know? So I do think that's something to learn is just like what whatever you have, whether it's money or uh, talent or wisdom on a certain topic, like some people can just, you know, like they hear one trigger word for them and it's something that they're an expert on. Yes. And so then they just fly into the conversation, like educate everybody. <laughs> but it is a more humble person that can just be like, oh, really? Tell me what you yeah you know and just listen to them without saying anything it's like oh wow like they just were in it to learn from somebody else you know they weren't in it to be like well actually you can't tell me anything on the topic because i already know x y and z Mm -hmm. you know so i do think in a practical sense it is having it yeah basically not having to show or flaunt something even though you have it right um i think yeah that's the thing when I think of humility, so I had to, you know, put Jesus up there first. Yes. <laughs> so you're when getting I, into your definition now? Yeah, I'm getting okay. into my definition. I'm ready. My other real life definition. So ready. I do go back to my experience with Chick-fil-A. Okay. And I'm not saying that anybody there is perfect. I'm not saying the organization is perfect. But when I think of humility and, you know, what it feels like Mm -hmm. i think of chick-fil-a kind of corporate okay (laughs) not necessarily yeah walking into your local restaurant but my experience (laughs) although they are great (laughs) yeah my experience at corporate first of all everybody was like first name basis wow which i'm like okay that's awesome to Mm -hmm. not 
you know, have this seniority where you like can't approach people, can't yeah. address them by name, anything like that. You know, no matter who it was on the team, they're Tim, they're Dan, they're, you know, whoever. So first name basis. Second of all <clears throat> is I remember I was there for like, you know, some little t- training days or whatever, and they had a cafeteria. And so we were all going to lunch or whatever. And somebody from home office was like getting a refill on their drink. And I was just, I had just finished going through the line and they're like, oh, where are you sitting? And like picked up my tray of food wow. and walked it to my table. And it was like, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. just that, that made such a impact, impact on me. Just thinking like, I don't know who this random person is, but like they're sitting in their cushy office. You know, yeah, they're exactly. Not, they're not, first of all, they're not annoyed by the right. little trainers that came in to like <laughs> learn their first day you yes. know, at home office. But second of all, like they take the time to like walk the trade at my table. And I was just like, okay, that, love that. that is love the, that. the kind of leader I want to embody. Yes. You know? And um, <clears throat> that's another thing that they would do just kind of as like a culture, like we would do dedication dinners for the new Chick-fil-A's, you know? And, uh, so it's basically like they'll throw a big banquet kind of for the new restaurant that's opening and all the team members, um, the new team members that, that are there, and then all of the corporate staff that's there to come help train. So we'll kind of like have a buffet dinner or whatever, yeah. and all of the corporate staff and trainers will like line up at the end of the table and like all the new hires will like come down and get their food and we'll all carry it out to their tables. Wow. So it's kind of like a tradition, you know, leaders eat last kind of thing. Yeah. Also... I'll tell you one more story and then we can go on. But this just uh, is all stuff that like just marked me, you know? Yes. So they have a different CEO now, but before it was uh, Dan, Dan, Kathy. So uh, it's been three generations deep. So it was true at Dan. Now it's his son, um, Andrew. So, um, but I remember Dan saying like whenever he would go visit an operator. So like he would go visit a random Chick-fil-A store. They yeah. would know he was coming. But he said he'd come into the restaurant and the first person or the first people that he would greet was the guests in the dining room. Wow. So he would go in and just start talking to the guests. Hey, how's everything? How's your meal? How are you doing? Like just connecting with like the actual paying customers, yeah. you know? And then he'd walk behind the counter, start shaking hands with all the team members, like reading their name tags. Hey, how are you? How long have you been with Chick-fil-A? Wow. Talking to all of them. Then he'd go, you know, talk to all the managers on the team. Wow. Like say hi to them. And then the last person that he would meet with is the operator, like who he came to meet with. Wow. Which is just like, you know, like yeah. you don't, you don't remove it. yourself from who got you there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's not exactly. like, oh, I'm coming to just meet with the most important person. Which a lot of people, I think, do when 100%. they get up to the top. They're like, I'm just here to meet with the big shots. Exactly. Don't even talk to me. Yes. Oof. I yeah. can tell you a story. Yeah. It's not good. And I like, <laughs> so anyway, I said all that to say my time at Chick-fil-A has definitely put a different taste in my mouth for what a leader should do yeah and be and especially in the church space i'm like Mm -hmm. you guys need to go to chick-fil-a boot camp (laughs) right it's so true (laughs) literally like go spend time just the thought like oh i'm not just here to meet with the the leaders yeah i'm here to talk to the paying customers you know what i mean yeah (laughs) like people who can't give me anything right um so anyway i'm not saying chick-fil-a is the end-all be-all with humility but it is definitely a good example some concrete examples where i'm like okay like this is how it should be done guys well and it also kind of brings me back to jesus (laughs) right (laughs) you know he came he literally said i came to serve not to be served. not to be served and if we're talking about leadership or anything in daily life like humility you always see people who are actually like living in humility they're like i'm gonna serve you yeah before you can even think about serving me (laughs) you know and especially like in a leadership space which i know we're also not just talking about leaders yeah but you know if we are gonna go into that like leaders i'm always like so impressed when they're like willing to get on everybody's level yeah they're willing to serve they're not like i'm a big shot now like i'm here blah 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 blah. like it's so beautiful when you see them actually like serving others yeah and laying down their high and mighty thoughts or whatever you know yeah because when it's the opposite you're just like oh it's not relatable and it, Mm -hmm. it doesn't impact you like someone who 
just genuinely cares and serves totally you know totally and i'm not saying like i'm a big shot at all because i don't i really don't see myself that way but like i don't want to lose my chick-fil-a essence you right. know what i mean so yes. i'm always looking for like okay how can i like go pick up somebody's food pick up their trash take care of them like yeah how can i go you know yeah, you notice really that somebody needs that. a kleenex and like go provide for that you know what i mean just looking for ways to I feel like you're bringing someone a meal every day too <laughs> i'm like what the heck what am i doing <laughs> i mean i'm always just trying to be like okay like yeah just that that concept of yeah. like okay like if you do have any kind of leadership you got to be looking for ways to serve other people right and that makes way more of a difference in their life than you having great wisdom yes yes it's or so like, true it is <laughs> so true because that is like i don't remember half the things people say to me yeah i mean not in like a i have a bad memory way but i'm just meaning like if i had like a deep discussion it's not like half of the things go out the window Mm -hmm. but you do remember how they treated you Mm -hmm. how they listened how they served you Mm -hmm. like you can think of that like over a million and one things that they said Mm -hmm. like i i can think of two people right now that really helped me in my life and they did give me a lot of wisdom and i can even like repeat back some of the things they said but what really took me over the edge Mm -hmm. was like how right when i asked for help they were like yes come over Mm-hmm. come to our house we'll yes. talk to you we'll be there for you then like the lady that I, she would meet me for lunch like during my work time she wow. would come and meet me for lunch downtown like where i worked mm-hmm. and so like just remembering that like going out of her way or like if i needed to call her because i was like having an upset moment like she would literally just take my call and like drop everything else yeah like it is those things that i remember not necessarily every like word of wisdom right because you remember how someone treated you exactly which this may be like a tangent of something else but like Uh, that's a good start for humility so true (laughs) no it's so true and i've always I've always um, taken that quote, you know, people don't remember what you said. People remember how they felt Mm -hmm. like around you. I've always taken that as like, did you make them feel small or did Mm -hmm. you make them feel important? Right. I don't know if it's just like, yeah, I I don't remember. Uh, Sorry. I don't know if the quote is meant to be like maybe more romantic of like, People don't remember what you said. They remember the tingles you got around them. I don't know. Like <laughs> the what tingles. <laughs> what it's meant to feel. But that's a, the way I've always taken it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, how, did you feel dumb around yes. them or did you feel esteemed? Yes. And yeah. then I've also been around other people that it was like, how dare you speak to me if you're not on this certain level? Yeah. And I don't think it was actually personally me, but like hearing stories of like other people that it was yeah. like, I can't believe you dared talk to me. To me, (laughs) I kind of like to test the waters (laughs) and see people's reaction. Yeah. I don't know. That's always been something that I'm like, ooh, I kind of feel like this person maybe has like a A little little toot. Yeah. So what do you do to test the waters? I'll be like, hey, can you come help me lift this? (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of see how willing they are. Yeah. (laughs) If I can tell they're a little annoyed or try to get somebody else, I'm like, all right. I, I've seen what I needed to see. <laughs> see what I needed to see? <laughs> Immediately no. Yeah. Immediately no. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Or I'll kind of like throw a joke at them, see if it passes. Right. I don't know. Sometimes maybe I'm just making myself look stupid, but I don't mind. Yeah. Anyway. You're like, can we vibe? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. One other thing that this was a tangent that I had a while back. But um, I was just thinking, maybe to a fault, but people who take themselves or their thing that they do so seriously. Oh, yes. Say Are it. usually not in a good place. No, they're wound way too tight. Exactly. And I'm just thinking, is there ever an instance where people are so tightly wound yeah. that it's really humble? And I don't think think no that's the case i also think there's a lot to that too like they're probably just stressed out they're <laughs> burnt out they're like having holding it together yeah, by a razor troubles 
They're exactly. not putting it in the right perspective, whatever they're doing. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, people who don't take themselves seriously at all. Mm. Now, it's true that some people like that, maybe their life's in shambles. But <laughs> <laughs> some people who don't take themselves or what they do seriously at all are the most successful or wealthy oh, people. Really? But people who are flaunting it are not. Yes. Okay. So, explain that. Wild case in point would be like billionaires who dress like trash. Yes. So it's like, you know, I don't know if you've seen memes, but it's like people are, wealthy is like t-shirt flip-flops. And then not wealthy is like Chanel head to toe. Wow, it's like they're trying to yeah. put on a a front. Yeah, but it's not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of, that's like an extreme because some people, you know, they just love Chanel or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they, they kind of wear it effortlessly and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm not saying just because you wear Chanel, you're you're not really rich. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the people who have to have the name brands and have to show the things. It's like usually you're a little insecure. You're striving. If you have to do it. Yeah. Exactly. But if you're more... And I'm not, I am not saying that Mark Zuckerberg is humble. Absolutely not. (laughs) But I'm just saying when you have to let people know what's going on, then you're usually not that successful. Yes. Or you're usually not in a good place. Why did you bring up Mark? Well, because he's always like wearing flip flops and (laughs) dressing like, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a balance to everything. Yeah. All right, friends, shameless plug for my new course, Attainable Aesthetic. I am so excited about it. <laughs> this has been a long time coming. Um, it is a interior design course, and really, um, it's it's almost simpler than that because it's really about how you shop and source things for your home. Um, but we also take some time to go through just really your approach to styling your house and how to make good decisions along the way and fix the tiny things in your house that you might not have even realized have been bugging you and just make every yes. space feel really, really great. Yes, and I've been able to get a little sneak peek and so I can say firsthand that it is truly going to be so good, especially if, well, if you're good at doing your own house or decorating, it's great. If you're not good at it, it's awesome because it's going to give you literally detail by detail, step by step, down to like how to, you know, decorate this certain thing that you just got or mm-hmm. certain space. And so also like, I don't want to spoil anything. No, just try. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. But like down to the light bulbs that you can get, yeah. you know, something simple, but things like I wonder about and don't really know how to like pick the right ones and so it just hits every part that you need to help you take your place on a budget to the next level yeah okay so the course is in four modules the first module um actually i love the first module (laughs) at first i was designing it just around the three but then it became clear to me that there's actually a fourth one so the first module is about your design aesthetic so it we start off with an exercise Um, that helps get you in the right frame of mind for describing what you actually love and what you would like to see in your home. And then you take two quizzes um, that really narrow down your color palette and your style preferences, even if you feel like you don't necessarily know what they are. I think we can nail it with these two quizzes. Truly. And so we start out with that and then I give you some mood boards and paint colors and all all kinds of stuff to go along with that. So that really sets you up for success, first of all, for the rest of the course. Um, And then we go into the three modules. The first one I think is super valuable because you have a home that's probably already full of stuff, Mm -hmm. um, unless you're just first starting out and you have your, you know, first apartment. But even then you can kind of like bring some things with you that are like, oh, well, this bed was just handy or this is the dresser I've always had, you know. So you're starting out with a home full of stuff and you need to decide how to use the things that you already have because it's not just functional to go out and buy new everything. Yeah, no, nobody. (laughs) So um, we're going to walk you through decluttering. We're going to walk you through how to rearrange things in your home for optimal flow. Um, And 
yeah, just really how to decision make along the way and, you know, how to decide if you really do need to part ways with something or just move it to a new spot to really get it to feel right. Exactly. And then um, that one also includes the uh, session on scale, which I feel like is really helpful. That helped me, actually, just like a few minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Then we move into the next one, which is all about thrifting and transforming your spaces. So that one's definitely heavy on thrifting. I'll show you how to go in with a plan, not get overwhelmed by all the junk, and actually leave with quality and one-of-a-kind pieces. And then how to take that mixed with the stuff that you already have and make it fit your your aesthetic for your home so that's um I think super helpful (laughs) to people just some simple DIYs or how to style the things that you got to match your aesthetic so that is good to keep in mind and then the last module is shopping for quality and we're doing all of this on a budget you know the course is called attainable aesthetic so it's all about being attainable no matter your budget so the last one is very practical We're going to give you shopping guides for where to actually buy things that are quality on a budget and how to prioritize what to spend more on versus what you don't need to spend much on at all. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. Like, give me the deets, you know? Yeah. And on top of all of that, you get access to my private Facebook group for course members where you can post pictures of the things maybe that you're finding at the thrift store or maybe a space in your house that you want some help with. Um, It's going to be great to learn from each other and to uh, go do that. So anyway, yeah, we wanted to tell you about that course today and invite you to go and uh, take the course for yourself. And by doing so, you're also supporting the podcast. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can just head to the link in the description and click on that and go check out the Attainable Aesthetic course. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, back to the episode. So, yeah. So I'm just saying people who, you know, just like think about a work, workflow, work organization, work vibe, which don't get me on a tangent of the word vibe because now I'm like, oh, Lord, like this is really bad word. Yeah, everything's a vibration. But then at the same time, like, okay, maybe it's not that bad of a thing. Like, I get that people are like being spiritual with it. Like, it seems like vibe is a word that's disconnected from vibration. Like, it doesn't seem like it's the same word. Yeah, it does feel that way. But it does mean good vibrations. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So the vibrations are off. man, it just describes things so well. It does. But also... Like, the vibe is off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, maybe it... Maybe it really, there is something to it because like a vibration would be like a frequency and words are frequencies and then like the whole world was like created off of words. So So yes, they do have power. Um, So I'm like, it's not that far off. Like, you know, your whole frequency can be tainted. Also, Also, have you ever heard like... Which heaven are you, you know, operating out of? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard like... Third heaven, second heaven? When you meet someone, seventh (laughs) heaven. Different frequencies there. (laughs) When you meet someone, you get a feeling. Yeah. And typically, it is like this gut feeling that can be accurate. Now, sometimes you can be wrong, but like, yeah. sometimes, usually, like if you or like you meet someone, you're like, oh, I'm so freaked out by them. I must mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yeah, they gave all the creepy vibes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's a, it's a thing. Totally. What's the spiritual word for that? I mean, it's bl- it's it's blanking me right now. Discernment. Discernment. There we go. I yeah. mean, that's what I would call it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. I mean, they they could just be off. They're on a different frequency than you. They mm-hmm. are in the occult. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Literally. Like it is different. They could be a witch. Yeah. But have you ever thought that, as nice and charming as you feel like you could be? You give them the same ick. Yes, I've they're given, like stay away. And that I've person given some is people marked. some some vibes before on accident, and yeah. then they come back later and they're like, "I thought you were a snob." Oh, well, I'm just saying. I'm like, wow. Just just like you can pick up on somebody. Like I also, I'm just you thinking were. like across the parking lot. You know, you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah, creep. Like they're getting the same sense about you. They're like, uh, uh-uh. probably Different. because I accidentally stare at people sometimes. <laughs> especially no but i'm not saying they think you're a creep but they're like i don't um, want that you know um, they're a different frequency yeah. i don't want that yeah which that could that could be also a whole nother thing like insecurities play into that well like, true you know it's not true. always like oh i'm creeped out by them it's sometimes like you just are insecure and i mean you're jealous or whatever, you're one third you know? person you're you know spiritual body yes so when the spirits are off 
the spirits are off. But oh, sometimes yeah. people aren't tapped into their spirit world. So they are like, oh, I'm I'm insecure around this person. Yeah. So absolutely. Anyway, that was a very long tangent. And I don't even remember where we were going with this. Honestly. <laughs> vibes. Vibes. How did we get to vibes? Oh, my goodness. You got off on the vibe tangent. But I did I don't get off on the vibe tangent and I took it there myself. You did. Because I did say the vibe but was why off. did we go there? Wow. Okay, I got it. So <laughs> thinking about the work vibe, okay, <laughs> if it. you will, of the, the like the environment that you're in, is yeah. everything high stakes and pensive and you're walking on eggshells because you don't know if you're going to offend somebody or do it right or mm. let somebody down or not do it perfectly and you're always scared of your boss or is it like jovial, everyone's besties, yeah. Let's get it done. Let's do this thing. We're such a team. Like, I feel like the people who are able to really, I don't know, just have a casual work environment. Yes. Are usually actually really successful. Absolutely. And people who are in a high stakes environment are usually not doing that great. Right. Which makes everything high stakes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if they are teetering on the edge of not being viable anymore yes then yeah it is high stakes and you are always like worried that you're gonna go under you're gonna make the boss mad or something like that Mm -hmm. but people who are yeah I guess not taking themselves so seriously and not thinking like they're the end-all be-all they're usually the ones that are actually successful right you know and it's interesting to see like in a work environment like that someone who is above let's say your boss yeah like, who is their boss and how did they treat them? Yeah. Because then you might see that that person that's over you, they're really stressed out. But it's because yeah. the person above them right. is always on their butt. Right. <laughs> you know? So then they're constantly scared. Yeah. Constantly stressed out. So any mistake you make, they're like, oh, no, that's going to be on me. Yeah. And so then it causes this whole chaos in your whole system. But it's yeah. like, why Why is it that way? Why do we need it to be that way? Can't we all just chill a little? Exactly. Like, it's just not the end of the Can world. Can people just chill? Yeah. Like, I get it for, like, doing surgery. Yeah, it's like life and death. But. Yeah. I not everything know. is life and death. It's really not. Yeah. It's and, like, sometimes. Not. I'm just thinking of, like, The Devil Wears Prada, you know, because I just watched it. <laughs> yes. So, like, obviously, that's high <laughs> stakes a good and one. not a good. Imp- they are taking themselves so seriously. Oh, yeah. But there's some good quotes from there, man. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, I recall at the moment, but. Yeah. That one. The one where she's, like trying to get her to understand how like clothing yeah exactly. is not this little petty thing exactly and she just goes on this whole line you think you've made a decision for yourself that accepts yes. you from the fashion oh. industry when in fact the sweater that you chose to wear yes. was chosen for you from the people in this room it's so good <laughs> it's just like the i way probably she, butchered it a little bit she but. breaks it down you're like <gasps> okay first of all that quote, right you know it's like a sound on tiktok and stuff oh, and i saw somebody saying it. like a millennial explaining to gen z that <laughs> they actually came up with the fashion that they think is new truly <laughs> truly 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 like squirts yeah like you think you came up with this i love squirts but i'm like I, but I wore this the skirt that you're wearing kid. was chosen for you exactly. by the people in this room. These platform <laughs> shoes, these like baggy pants. Yeah. Like, oh, have you seen the ballet flats the are coming 90s? back? No. Ballet flats. I heard someone talk about this and I was like, I refuse. Absolutely not. <sighs> I don't even want to see this. I don't even want to look at this. Yeah. Yep. So there we, we go. got out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not while I put a ballet flat on myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what I had, and I had them in every phase of my life. I mean, (laughs) in every phase of my childhood. No. (laughs) I had a black, like, platform shoe with, you know, like, the little very stretchy. They're they're a slide, but they're a platform black slide. Okay. They have a very stretchy band around the top. Okay. Like that? Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not really. I had those shoes in every maybe does it have like it's like a chunky hill with like kind of some uh what's the word I'm no it's for? just fl- it's just platform all the way across oh and then oh stretchy stretchy comfy yeah slide band yeah, yeah, around yeah. i think i know what very you're elastic about. yes i had those and then i had like a <laughs> uh like birkenstock sandal so leather uh-huh. little chunky brown leather 
like suede inside and then kind of like patchwork outside. I don't know how to explain it. And Was like it strap fully ar- covered? Definitely strap around the back. Oh. Uh, had those I in like every no face. idea what you're talking about. Because they have those now, but they're like open. Yeah, I'll have to find a yeah. picture for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> I had a lot of jellies too. But back to the Double Wars Prada. What were you going to say about it? <laughs> I was just saying like a chill work environment is usually ones that are very successful. And the ones that don't think they are already at the top. Yeah. They think, oh, we want to be the best. Mm-hmm. But like we are not the best and we can learn from the other people who are the best to become the best. Right. But like they don't think that they are already the top of the mountain. So going back yeah. to Chick-fil-A, I mean, they were always like, we're going to be the best at drive through But like. It was always the understanding, like, we are constantly innovating to be better, but not like, I don't know. It's not like we are already the best. Right. It's like yes. we are working to maintain being the best. You're constantly <laughs> learning. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always very fun, very engaging, very, um, yeah, I don't know, very still casual in a right. way. Because, like, yeah, we can, we can try new ideas. We can fail. But, like, we're always going to be going for the top like going for the best so it was i would say it's more a a emphasis on like stewardship and Mm. innovation yeah as opposed to excellence innovation (laughs) innovation innovation Innovation. (laughs) okay so watch a thousand foot hundred foot journey journey. (laughs) exactly that is just such a quote it's a great movie it's probably my most quoted film it's yeah it is besides you've got mail Yes. It's like neck and neck, honestly. Oh, true. Honestly. All the quotes. Yes. I'm like, I need your hands. But it's such a good movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's such is, a good movie. We've recommended You've Got Mail. We did not fail you on that. We did not. So, if you trust our movie sense. The 100 Foot Journey. Go watch it. Absolutely. You will not regret it. But so back good. To I could watch it today. Innovation. <laughs> innovation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In my conversation earlier with Peter, he was also saying, hey, I think that humble people are always joyful. And I was like, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. But like people who or people who, you know, who maybe someone they're not. You wouldn't say that they're (laughs) humble all the time. But when they have a humble moment, they're usually like joyful. Yes. And yeah, Mm -hmm. when they're not, Mm -hmm. it's like. Yeah, 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 and they're it's kind peaceful. Of the oh yeah, peaceful, joyful. They're not like stressed out all the time. No, not at all. Because they're just like you know, if this goes poorly, it goes poorly. If it goes great, it goes great. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Yeah, as you say, I'm doing my darndest. Doing my darndest. <laughs> so yes, and those are the people people want to be around. Absolutely, the people that are stressed out, cocky people don't want to be around that absolutely not and that is the other thing cockiness i mean it's just the opposite of confidence and i think sometimes this is where it gets me this is where i think the definition kind of trips me up sometimes because people mistake cockiness for confidence sometimes yeah when it's truly the opposite it is literally the opposite of confidence it is a lack of confidence because you're you're constantly like bragging on yourself you're constantly like i'm so good at this and it's like, you know what? Let someone else praise you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear yourself praise you. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, you can say what you're good at. Right. Like, I know that if I'm good at something, I'm like, yes, I'm good at that. But then I'll tell you straight up, like, I'm not good at this other thing. You know? Yes. Like, that's fine. But, like, if you're constantly, like, I'm so good and everybody's so impressed, it's like, that's just not cute. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. And, you know, that's like, and I think that's something i was attracted to in my husband like he is very good at a lot of things yeah very smart but of course you know we all have our moments but like he was not like cocky about what he did he's not cocky at all no yeah he's just like very confident in himself so he doesn't have to brag let me tell you something about matthew (laughs) tell me the man can have a fully formed opinion absolutely okay and with like chapters behind it (laughs) that he could spew out at any moment absolutely however i'm one to like push back on something yeah and so 
like I'm just trying to think of a situation without like going into what we were right, talking about. Right. So he's like, oh yeah, and then this person, blah blah blah, they're involved in this, 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 and this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, actually, they weren't. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, this says that they weren't, and that's. And I'm like, oh really? Okay, that's great to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. the fact that he can still accept. Yes. Like a new piece of information and be like, okay, well, in that case, that means this, 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 but still to not be like, oh, I, absolutely not. Like adamant about yes. their opinion. Which would be me. Yeah. <laughs> and I be actually like, think the, the thing that. Even if you're right. <laughs> I think the thing that we were talking about in the, the, in my head was actually about like Disney World or something. Yeah, probably. Um, that makes sense. But it <laughs> comes up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, the fact that he's just like, he's not like, absolutely not. And you're wrong for this many reasons. Yeah. He's just like, oh, really? Okay, great to know. Like, <laughs> always just encouraging. Like, oh, yes, that's a new fact. Okay. This is great to know. Yes. You know? And yes. then he follows it away and all this stuff. Yes. Yeah. And I think before him, I had mistaken cockiness for confidence. And so I thought like, oh, he's just kind of like, Maybe he's not confident. But then I got to know him and I was like, no, he's like the most confident one I've met. For sure. He's just humble. For sure. And so, yeah, I think it's so easy to get distracted by cockiness. Yeah. But just, it's not humility. It's not. No. Yeah. So, love it. Good chat. <laughs> I feel good, feel good about it. Feel well, better about I, it. my reminder to all of you at the end of this, I'm sure you can think of somebody in your life where you're like, oh, they are not humble. But turn around the mirror on yourself and yes. make sure you ask, am I humble? Am I looking for ways to serve people? Do I take myself too seriously? Yeah. Am I so high strung about this one thing that I can't take a joke about it? Um, yeah. Like, if you're really successful, if you're really, you know, comfortable if you're really i don't know if you're really at a good humble place you can joke you can mm -hmm. be <gasps> full of joy you can i just you thought know, of one let more things thing. go <laughs> i just thought one more thing tell me you just made me think about this your opinion can be questioned absolutely again another thing i struggle with but <laughs> which is making me think you know i'm like yeah, yeah. i'm just testing myself here yeah. but like yeah like you if your opinion can't be questioned like people can't ask questions about it or like you know poke holes in it to like totally test it totally then you're not in a good place with your opinion right <laughs> you know like yeah yeah you just but don't be too sensitive about you're not it. like that because the honesty club like we're, we're that's our whole thing is like you shouldn't be able to like well not it's working progress push back. yeah <laughs> exactly we're just saying like there's an importance on being able to you know yes play devil's advocate yes. and like really poke holes in your theories and make sure that you have a really well-formed opinion and not just yes exactly. bandwagon you know correct don't jump on the bandwagon right of thought yes, yes. no i agree thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to have a very strong opinion but like take some pushback yes because your your ideas like if they're good they won't crumble right and so you, you shouldn't be scared of new all... information you should welcome it yeah and if you don't have it all figured out that's okay you can say that right like i think we get scared of saying like oh i don't know because then they're like ha i got you yeah but it's like maybe they just don't know yet and they yeah. need to look into it yeah you know so yeah good stuff good talk good chat all right well humility makes people attractive Yes. Humility, you know, humble people are the people you want to be around. Absolutely. They're the people you trust the most. Mm -hmm. They are the people who... They will bring you friends. Yeah. If you are humble. Humble. Humility will bring you friends. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you're struggling so, in that department, maybe Just go look for a way to serve somebody humility. else. Yeah. Go look for a way to take your eyes off of you. <laughs> yes. And go put them on somebody else. It's good. There we go. We brought it full circle back to the Boom. quote. Back to your quote. <laughs> CS. It's applicable. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we just had to bring it down. Go look for a way to serve. Go look for a way to not make it about you. That's right. Yep. Chick-fil-A this thing. Chick-fil-A your business. <laughs> your life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, our next episode is going to be in the lovely month of September, which is yes! absolutely shocking to me. I'm That's shocked crazy. to my core. Yeah, I can't believe it. But How? we have a fall episode coming your way. 
Can't because, wait. Because, you know, you got to you gotta start off fall as soon as you can. Oh, Otherwise, yes. it slips you by. And something you need to know about us is we love fall. We do love fall. We love it. We, we partake. Eat, live, breathe, <laughs> fall. Sniff. <laughs> and last year, we did not take in the fall vibes. As we should. As we should have. No. So we're making up for it this we year. We are. Yes. So get ready. We should do a fall party once a week. Like we should have a <gasps> meetup. You know, like the whole you know last week when yes. guys were doing their night and we yes. had our. We should do that. I'm down once a week through the fall season. Yes. Fall tea it. party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for cookies, pumpkin bread, Gilmore Girls. I'm ready for it all. Absolutely. I'm ready for a backyard fire. Don't even don't spoil our fall favorites. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> here we go. Get ready for our September 1st fall episode. We're going to be Yay. talking about our favorite things of fall. And uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, right. see you then. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Make sure that you're following us at Honesty Club Podcast on Instagram. Or check out our website, thehonestyclub.com, to be a part of future episodes. You can submit an idea for a topic or write in with a story for us to share. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review, or share it with a friend. See you next Thursday.